Hello, this is the cosy space of the Muddy Puddle Teacher Podcast. So we are a tribe of teachers that believe in a more nurturing, active, fun curriculum whereby children are inspired to have a love of learning. We collect the most wonderful people on here and this season we are talking all about children's authors. So we have found a collection of authors that all have the most amazing texts that you need to know about to enhance your teaching. Remember, to get on our website www.themuddybuddleteacher.co.uk you can subscribe for resources and training. We also have a muddy shop with lots of different bits including merchandise, our own published book and other materials. Welcome to the Muddy Puddle Teacher Podcast. This week I've got the wonderful Carol Hart, who is an author of plenty of amazing books. Hello, Carol. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I am fantastic, thank you. So we've come together at a coffee house, which is amazing because all of my other podcasts have been via Zoom. This is actually face-to-face, so it's so nice to actually meet someone in person. So, Carol, can you just tell me what you do in terms of your text author and some of the range of books you've got okay so i'm a children's author so i write the stories i don't do the illustrations i've published about 60 odd books to date since my first book came out in 2009 so it's quite a lot of books in a relatively short space of time uh, this year I've got um, three books out, one of which is called um, Thank You for the Little Things, which is illustrated by Emily Hamilton and published by Bloomsbury. And it's a book all about um, just appreciating the little things around you. You know, we, we're so kind of bombarded these days with demands on stuff we should buy, stuff we should have. We're, we're bombarded with images of having to be better, be thinner be more popular I don't know we're never enough are we these days and so I wrote this book to try and create a kind of feeling of grounding and thinking about you know what is actually really really important so in this it follows a child throughout her day and in the story she she kind of talks about um, whenever she's feeling down she thinks of little things that that make her happy like a ladybird or playing on the swings or splashing in muddy puddles actually (laughs) which is appropriate for you Um, and yeah it's illustrated in a very kind of accessible way very childlike illustrations and it, it seems to be going down quite well with families. I liked how you touched upon the fact that children think sometimes they're never they're never enough and that's so important because the thing is is what we do when we tell children that you know they've got to have this they've got to that they've got to get further on their reading record or they've got to do this it's a lot of pressure on little kids isn't it where really what they need to know is that all they need to think about is playing in muddy puddles and going on the swing and enjoying those tiny little experiences yeah definitely and I think as adults as well you know we're under such huge pressure to be the best parents and like cook all the meals from scratch and take our kids to 10,000 clubs after school and it doesn't give children time to actually breathe and explore the world in their own way and that's like a really valuable part of their play and learning yeah and and our kids are so sort of pressured to kind of perform that I think you know a, a lot of it's just so easy to lose touch with nature I mean I'm a big fan of nature go out walking a lot and you know to just get up close to a tree it's a marvelous experience if you take the time to do it 
Absolutely. There's, no, there's nothing more simple, is there, than to go for a walk and to do those things. And it resets you. It resets you, starts you again. And I think your text does that. It sort of resets everything. I mentioned to you before that my little girl, Florence, she's, she read I said, Florence, can you read this, this book to me? So she read Thank You for the Little Things. And then now she's taking it to bed every night and she's reading it. I keep saying, can you just put it on my desk? Because I've got to see Carol soon, so I need you to leave it on my desk. And she was like, no, I need to go and take it back up to read it. But yeah, it's really, it's something I've been very mindful with my children. And I've noticed that um, it's had a massive impact on both of them, actually, of just settling ourselves down a little bit. And we are a very busy family, but it's just great to reset, restart, just think about the lovely things in life and nature's, there's nothing more lovely, is there? Yeah, I agree. Do you want me to read a little bit? Yes, please. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Whenever I'm feeling sad, or life feels hard, or wrong, or bad, I focus for a little while on little things that make me smile. Thank you, Ladybird, I say, for landing on my hand today. I love your tiny little feet and bright red shell with dots so neat. Thank you, daisies, small and white, with yellow middles oh so bright, each flower like a tiny sun, with petal rays around each one. Thank you, dog, you clown about and make me giggle when I'm out. These little things just have a way of making me feel good each day. Oh, thank you, Carol. That's lovely. <laughs> you know, in terms of teachers actually using this text um, practically in their classroom, I could absolutely see them going out and doing little things with the children so they physically can do these. And these are all great examples of that. We were just looking at someone as well that had done some outdoor continuous provision. Just talk a little about that, what we saw on that video. So I'm in the middle of a promotional tour at the moment for another book called The Girl Who Planted Trees which is a story about a child who has a dream to turn the mountain where she lives back to forest as it used to be years ago. And she starts off on her own and plants one tree and nothing happens. It doesn't, plants a seed rather, nothing happens, it doesn't grow. And she gradually learns what she needs to do to turn the great grey mountain green, um, which involves getting a lot of people to help her and being determined and nurturing the plants and it takes a long long time anyway that's the story and we're in the middle of um, a promotional um, season on Instagram for that story and um, one Instagrammer called Gail has created a fantastic immersive play experience kind of bringing the book to life so she set up um, play trays in her garden and she's got a planting activity, not with real plants, but with toys. Um, she's got watering activity. She's got um, squishy things for the children to step into. She's uh, got a way of showing the children how to feed the plants. Uh, she's set up a wigwam for children to get inside so they can imagine being inside the trees. And it's just a really lovely kind of fully immersive kind of learning experience, but based on the book. Um, if you want to follow her, she's called Gail, and her account is um, the, the play expert, the playful expert, playful expert yeah. yeah, on Instagram. Um, so yeah, really inspiring actually. And, and uh, I work with quite a lot of people on Instagram who create book play, and um, they've done some amazing things. So thank you for the little things as well. We've had a lady called Julie Curtin 
Uh, she's Julie Curtin14 on Instagram. And uh, she's really, really creative. And she, for, for, thank you for the little things. She's created these little clay hearts. And you can write on the clay hearts one thing that you're grateful for. And, and um, paint them, and it's like self air drying clay. Yeah. And then you can like hang them up or wow. give them to your friends. Yeah. Um, and um, from some of these activities, I've created, or I'm in the middle of creating activity sheets. So on my website, uh, it's carolhart.com, there are loads and loads of free downloads um, that anyone can access um, connected to the book. So. I, there are some on there already for thank you for the little things and I've got more to come as I kind of put these activities together inspired by these supporters on Instagram so. amazing and I really believe in um, the teachers teaching through text work as well like you know bringing books alive and letting that feed through their play I think it's a really great way of um, of educating the children in, in a fun way in a way that they can stories they can immerse with can't they they can get involved and they can feel it they can think it yeah. Um, I think when we have standalone topics, sometimes that's not as meaningful as it is when they're identifying with the book. And what a wonderful thing to do to get children really interested in reading. I think it's a big thing through school. is is um, It's an objective in the national curriculum that they've got to have a love for reading. And I think if we're doing this in the early stages, then this is really going to feed through in their, their later life for a love of reading. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, us authors and illustrators, we spend a lot of time and energy like pulling out of ourselves the essence of what we're trying to get across so in this book thank you for the little things it's it's the essence of gratitude and the simplicity of the wonder of nature and the wonder of small experiences you know and I've spent a lot of time like really drilling down in my own mind what that really means and that's why I think picture books particularly are so powerful because the people who have created them have spent a, a lot of time and effort like pulling out what the meaning of the, that yeah. message is yeah. and I think you know they have multiple layers to them as well good ones um, and yeah you can get a lot out of them and like you say I mean reading is the gateway to all knowledge isn't it and if children enjoy books and reading then they're going to want to do it if they're given texts to read that are boring and dull yeah. well they're not going to be motivated so they won't learn but if they're given books that inspire them and that are accessible then they'll want to read and, and they'll learn quickly because children do learn quickly when they're motivated absolutely and you touched upon it it's about providing the children with good literature and it's a big thing that i have with our schools is that we have lots of these biff and chip books <laughs> which are completely and utterly boring <laughs> for the children once they've read one biff and chip they've read them all and it's like you know they really need to be getting great texts and even if it's adults reading to the children great texts will give children a love for learning and that's what it should be all about um there was another thing that i was just going to mention as well is that um it's not just for younger kids this as well and it's something my eight-year-old at the minute she's reading more novel type work now um, but every now and again, I get her to go back to her picture books because they're just beautiful. You know, as an adult, I love reading these. I don't think we should eliminate older kids with picture books at all. I think it's totally suitable for the older ones as well, especially the, the thank you for the little things because it's really sending a, a powerful message through, which their novels cannot always bring. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the official age for picture books is like three to five, but in reality, you know, I think that's nonsense. And I, I think 
parents who say to their children, oh, that's too young for you, are just making a mistake yeah. because picture books can speak to all of us no matter yeah. how old we are and we take different things from them. You know, a, a funny picture book is funny to everybody and there are layers as well. Yeah. A good picture book will have layers of humour, yeah. some of which an adult will understand yeah. and it just goes over, over yeah. a child's head. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, the messages in there are universal. A lot of my books um, have messaging about strong female characters, about um, core values of friendship, understanding, tolerance, uh, try and have diverse range of characters in my stories. It's all subliminal messaging that goes on um, to help us become better people, really. Yeah. That's my aim, is yeah. to, to help children become more tolerant, understand more about, have more empathy for people who are different from them. Yeah. And, and picture books are incredibly powerful at doing that. Good picture books yeah. can, can really achieve a lot. So, yeah, I would definitely say keep reading picture books. Yeah. And when I go into school as well, you know, the older... I quite often will work with year sixes and we'll get a picture book and they, they might initially be like, oh, yeah. it's a picture book. Rarely, actually. Normally, um, as soon as you pull out a picture book for a year six, they're like, oh, and they get really enthusiastic because it reminds them of their younger days and actually gives them a really good excuse to go back to the, that feeling of warmth and love and sharing with a parent and, yeah. you know, that, that, that kind of time in their lives yeah. is quite a comfort for them, I think. And if they can understand that subliminal message, then that's obviously high-end learning for the year sixes anyway, for them to be able to see that. And also, there'll be children out there that want to be authors. So I feel like, you know, you need to keep providing picture books right up through school because these are inspiring children to then want to be the next set of authors. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) So, (laughs) Carol, um, if people can um, want to follow you, and just share all your social media pages so they can follow you. Okay, so I'm on Twitter. I'm at Carol Hart one digit number one. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Carol Hart. It's C A R Y L H A R T. Got funny weird spelling. Uh, I do have a Facebook page as well. Uh, that's Carol Hart author, although it's not really. Um, as active and I have also started on TikTok oh well done <laughs> don't know what I'm doing I've got three followers I'm there with you on that one I think I've got about five uh, I think I'm Carol Hart I think I'm Carol Hart on TikTok can't even remember Google it I'm sure yeah, they'll find it Do you and, know- um, yeah. and I also have a very comprehensive website which is carolhart.com yeah. and you'll find information about all my books on there uh, free activities to download um, all sorts of other stuff so. where's the best place for them to get your books dare I say Amazon or can they go somewhere well we prefer to recommend you buy books from uh, your local independent yeah. if you want to buy online you can buy from bookshop.org yeah. and um, it's the sort of rival to Amazon where every book you buy an independent bookshop gets 10% of the sale and um, authors also and illustrators can set up shop fronts on bookshop.org and then they also get 10% of the sale or if you want signed copies you can buy them direct from me also what if for school so for instance I, I work with a lot of academies there'll be a lot of academies that listen to this podcast what if they want to buy in bulk uh, yeah, they can just message me through my website yeah. and I can sort that. 
Um, and I do also do school visits. I was just about to say that. Do you go into schools? Yeah, I mean, I literally have not been in school for two years since the beginning of COVID. Right. But in the normal world, um, I'll, I'll do, you know, 20 visits. You know, I'm in school a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I do really love coming into school. It's yeah. just such a buzz. So, yeah. yeah. We, we don't do it enough in our schools, get enough illustrators in. And you're in the Sheffield area. So are you willing to go out of the Sheffield area? Yeah, I mean, if schools want to get in touch that are outside Sheffield, just drop me an email or go to my website. There's a contact form on there. All the information's on the website. Yeah, just get in touch. Brilliant. And obviously, you've got your books and then you've got printables and things like that they can get on your website also. Yeah, yeah. I provide all the resources and all the kind of, ex- you know, the activities that we do throughout the day. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Carol. Thanks for that. And thanks for the coffee. We've had a lovely chat. See you soon. Thanks for having me. get the best people on the podcast right well this is what the mud puddle teacher is all about we are the mud puddle teachers and we are creating a world of education whereby we just have the most fabulous thinkers fabulous talkers fabulous creative people on here to try and help and build a family of educators that all think the same so are you ready do you think like us are you ready to be a muddy puddle teacher then come along to our website www.themuddypuddleteacher.co.uk and have a look at our subscriptions you can do a silver and just subscribe to resources or you can come and do the training on a gold subscription and come and join the fabulous world of the muddy puddle teachers (laughs) 